Ed Peters, and on behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 2, moving on to verses 19 through 23. These verses deal with the return of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph back to the land of Israel after their stay down in Egypt. Once again, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream telling him that it was now safe to return to Israel. For they that sought to kill the young child were now dead. So the family returned to Israel. But when Joseph learned that Herod's son Archelaus was now ruling in Judea, he was afraid. And being warned of God in a dream, he took his family north into the territory of Galilee and settled in the city of Nazareth. Now, here are verses 19 through 23, and Matthew writes, When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and told him, Get up and take the baby and his mother back to Israel, for those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So he returned immediately to Israel with Jesus and his mother. But on the way, he was frightened to learn that the new king was Herod's son Archelaus. Then, in another dream, he was warned not to go to Judea. So they went to Galilee instead and lived in Nazareth. This fulfilled the prediction of the prophets concerning the Messiah. He shall be called a Nazarene.
Now, here with verse 23, we have seen all four of the prophecies dealing with the location concerning the birth of Christ. He was born in Bethlehem. He was called out of Egypt. There was weeping in Ramah, and he was called a Nazarene. All were fulfilled in a very normal way. He touched base in all of these places, and what seemed to be rather strange prophecies became very sane realities. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus was born to Mary in the community of Bethlehem, a few miles south of the city of Jerusalem. Although the couple had lived in Nazareth, which was located in the north, halfway between the south end of the Sea of Galilee and Mount Carmel, on the Mediterranean coast, evidently Joseph did not intend to return there. Probably he intended to settle in Bethlehem, since that was his ancestral home, and no doubt he had relatives there. But Herod the Great determined to kill Jesus when he ordered all the male children of the area of Bethlehem to be slain. So at night, Joseph took Jesus and Mary to Egypt. Finally, when Herod died, the angel informed Joseph that he could return to the land of Israel. Coming to Bethlehem, where Joseph perhaps wanted to settle, he discovered that a son of Herod called Archelaus was now the ruler. Joseph determined to leave southern Israel and go back to the town of Nazareth. Matthew tells it this way, So he got up, that is Joseph, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went to live in a town called Nazareth. Now, what was going on? Herod the Great, who was now about 70 years old, had contracted an incurable disease, Five days before Herod the Great died, likely in the spring of 4 B.C., he wrote a codicil to his fifth will. In it, he nominated his son Archelaus as king and his son Antipas as tetrarch of Galilee and another son Philip as tetrarch of Galanitis and other areas. Philip was the best of Herod the Great's sons, and Jesus often retired to his territory. So Herod split his kingdom into three areas. After he died, his sons who contested this last codicil went to Rome to plead with Emperor Augustus. A compromise of sorts was struck by the emperor. He did confirm Archelaus as ruler in the south, Idumea, Judea, and Samaria. He did not give him the title king, but ethnarch, just higher than tetrarch, with the promise that he would be made king if he proved capable. Well, Archelaus was already noted for his tyranny, murder, and emotional and mental instability. In fact, some considered him insane because of the close family intermarriages. He ruled from 4 B.C. when Jesus was a child, to A.D. 6. The rule of Archelaus got off to a rocky start. Wanting to prevent an uprising during Passover, he ordered his army and had 3,000 people killed. 
He was brutal toward the Jews and the Samaritans, who finally were successful in getting him deposed in AD 6. It was this man who was ruler of Judea when Joseph returned from Egypt with Jesus and Mary. Little wonder that he decided not to settle in Judea, but to go straight to Galilee. Here Antipas was the ruler from 4 B.C. to A.D. 39. He was tetrarch over Galilee and Perea, and he gained the dynastic title Herod. And it is he, known as Herod Antipas, who figures most prominently in the New Testament. It was in this area, Galilee and Perea, where John the Baptist and Jesus mostly ministered. While he was by no means a kind and benevolent monarch, and while he was weak and cruel, he was preferable to his brother Archelaus in Judea. So Joseph decided it would be safer to live under the rule of Herod Antipas than Archelaus. So Nazareth became the family's new home. Now the final words in Matthew chapter 2. He writes about Joseph that, He went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, He will be called a Nazarene. That phrase, he will be called a Nazarene, meant, of course, that Jesus would come from Nazareth. But no doubt Matthew meant more than just that. Much has been written on these words, he will be called a Nazarene. I'll suggest two possibilities. Perhaps Matthew connected Jesus with Isaiah 11.1, where that prophet writes, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. Isaiah, of course, is referring to the Messiah as a branch or shoot coming out of the roots of Jesse, David's father. The Messiah would come from the royal line of David. Isaiah's word branch comes from the same root word as Matthew's word Nazarene. This is then Matthew's way of saying that Jesus was of the royal line of David. Ancient rabbinic literature interpreted Isaiah 11.1 as messianic. But there is another possibility. The word Nazarene was a word of derision. When Matthew wrote that Jesus would be called a Nazarene, he meant to say that Jesus would be despised. Nazareth was a small despised town. You can hear that attitude in the words of Nathaniel when he said, Can anything good come from there? Referring to Nazareth. When followers of Christ later were said to be members of the sect of the Nazarene, that meant that they were despised. Matthew then doesn't mean to say that it was prophesied that Jesus would come from Nazareth, but that it was prophesied that Jesus would be despised. That word Nazarene even followed Jesus to the cross. John records that Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. It was applied to Jesus in scorn. Even after he died, entire Christian communities were derisively called sects of the Nazarene. Personally, I consider that a mark of distinction to belong to that Nazarene, to that Jesus of Nazareth.
Snow's a radio production of Creative Encounters. Her mailing address is Post Office Box 848, after California, 93263, USA.